better call somebody. I'm back, baby. What? 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 Four out of five top Hollywood movie stars use Moment of Clarity. Oh, yeah. What's happening, everybody? It's your man, Stefan G. And you are tuned in to another eclectic episode of Moment of Clarity right here on the Promise Life Network. Moment of Clarity, and we have a fantastic show for you today. This show, listen, y'all, listen, 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 Linda, listen, listen, Linda. This show is about to be gangbusters, okay? I wanted to have this show, what, like a month ago, Mike? Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, something yeah. like that? Yeah, yep. And I tried to plan it at the last second. We couldn't get it all popping off like I wanted to. Like a man. Listen, listen. Who turned your <laughs> like microphone on I feel so early? You turned the mic on like that, Mike? <laughs> Thank C? you, Mike. Anyway. Mike handling the mic, so yes. <laughs> so I wanted to have this show before, and I tried to plan it at the last second. Didn't get it popping off. But I learned the error of my ways, and I made a date. And I made a plan, gentlemen. I made a plan. And I told the women about the plan. And I told them when to be there and what time to be there and where they was going to be at. Right. And they showed up. A man that had a vision. That's right. Gave firm guidance and direction. You better know it. And, and, and let's just sit hold on, on the hold fact. Hold on, we ain't even got there let's yet. Let's just sit on the fact that you planned. <laughs> I sure did. Like you learned and then you changed. That's right, like a boss. Yes. You better know it. Um, I'm a real man. Um, you are Listen, be, you're co- you're being cultivated hold because on. I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm cultivating already... <laughs> you. I'm cultivating you. I'm getting you ready. See, to now send I sound you out. like I'm being trained. Sending you oh out. yeah, you raising me I'm up. Just saying, you raising me up. I'm just saying, y'all saw the work, right? <laughs> you saw the results. So, because of this, ladies and gentlemen, it's ladies' night at Moment of Clarity. Oh. Yes, it is ladies' night at Moment of Clarity, and so I have invited four wonderful women. Well, three wonderful women and Kim. Into the show today. Oh, <laughs> you, you she's, that? because she's not wonderful. And his she's, mic is still it's on. It's because she's not wonderful. She's magnificent. That's his why his mic is she's, still on. Y'all don't understand. Anyway, so I asked some friends of mine to come in and have ladies' night here at the studio for the show. You know, drinks free before twelve. Ladies get in free all night long. You know, so they showed up, and we're just gonna have a whole lot of fun. Uh, talking about <laughs> relationships or something like that. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you Andrea. Say hello, Andrea. Hello. Look at her trying to sound all sweet. I know, like soft-spoken. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He might it's, be listening. You, you never know. know. Like, did you hear that Proverbs 31 kick in? <laughs> like, hello. Uh-huh. Hello. I've also got Brandy in the studio. Hey, everybody. Yeah. And Catherine's in the studio. Hello. And of course, Kim's with us as usual. I'm Kim, here. a lady. I'm here. And, and my I'm, man. I'm still single. <laughs> I'm just letting Not you know. Not according to what there. you said today on Instagram. I mean, what? Like, what? You might still be single, but like it's stopping tomorrow, Hello. from what I understand. I receive it. <laughs> Mm. Thank you. I'm very curious about this. For Yo, you got to look her up on IG, <laughs> man. She threw something up there that I was like, dang, like, it's for real, for real. Like, it wasn't really somebody got goals. 
Interesting. All right. Definitely go. All right. <laughs> so, anyway, the topic of today's show. Wait, you're not going to introduce me? I saw, I said Mike <laughs> behind oh, the did? glass. We're in a much bigger studio today, so. Uh, okay. You look, like, more powerful back here. Back I, I kind of like, feel You got the powerful. big Star Trek console in front of you now. <laughs> Looking like Captain Kirk over there. Okay. <laughs> Mike, you still single? Or did you take out the hairdresser? No, I'm still single. All right. We working on him. Uh, I, I mean, I have I have a lot to learn tonight, apparently. Uh, yeah. So I'm going, I'm going to like sit back and observe and listen. No, you're going to sit up here and get crushed with me. That's what you're going to do. Well, you, you know, that, that's what I meant. <laughs> I, I just put it in a nicer way. very unfair to start off like that. Why? See, we're already getting crushed. See? I, already, I did something <laughs> wrong already. No, that's, there you go again. See? You're starting in a negative place, okay. and that's that's the disconnect. This you, is going to be a positive conversation. This is a positive this is conversation. A learning environment. This is a learning, this is a safe open, space. safe space. This is safe space. Okay. Kim's face don't say safe space right now, but that's okay. Absolutely. That's safe. Here we go. <laughs> so anyway, today's topic is, well, my topic was where are all the good men at? But I was then told that that wasn't the right topic. And so the right topic is, Brandy, what was the right topic? Where are all of the emotionally available and mentally stable men? Okay. Emotionally available and mentally stable men. Where are they? And my first answer to the question is we right here. We right here. Shut up. I didn't put my phone on silent after I told everybody to put their phone on silent. That's right. (laughs) So. (laughs) I was like, I didn't understand that cue. (laughs) So, I mean, we all right here. What do you mean, where are they? I don't understand the question. Please be more specific. I definitely disagree. They're not right here? No, they're not right here. I don't know where they are. But So, you're telling me that you have not met a single emotionally stable, or no, emotionally available and mentally stable man? Personally, I don't feel like I have. Wow. That's a big statement. Never in life? Never. Wow. Never. As far as dating goes. Okay. So you family members, that's a different situation. No platonic friendships. What? Wow. Oh wait. Oh yeah. wow. wow. And you know Stefan. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> I knew it was going that, that way. I knew Yo, it was going that way. That's wow. so not right. <laughs> okay, so Man, we're gonna work on see. that on another show. Okay, we'll see. work on that on another show. Wow. And you notice she didn't disqualify that either. She wasn't like, no, he doesn't she, count. I mean, yeah, okay. Because I'm just gonna keep going deeper and deeper and deeper <laughs> in the rabbit hole. So I'll just leave that one alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay, so emotionally available and mentally stable, right? That's what y'all are looking for, and that's it. Nothing else. That's all he needs to do is be emotionally available, and mentally stable to start. Wait, to start? Yes. Okay, that sounds more like a finishing point than a starting point to me. Well, we're all a work in progress, but to begin to pursue a healthy, purposeful relationship, that's a bare minimum requirement, and I would actually add. You know, a, another tip, and this is on both sides, women and men, you know, emotionally available, mentally stable, and willing to do the work to, to actually participate in the relationship or the building of a potential relationship. Hmm. You agree, Catherine? I do. You do? Were you in one of those states when you got in your relationship? Emotionally stable and mentally, no, emotionally available and mentally stable? Yes. No. I know. 
No. No. So you just wanted to call me out on it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It it feeds the point that a lot of people aren't in that place. But I am in a relationship, though. So should I not be in that relationship because I wasn't there? Are you willing to do the work? Oh, yeah. Okay. So that trumps. Took him a little while to come up to that spot though he had to make a decision yo right i'm not i'm not trying to call you out Bruh. it's just you're a good example of this yo. Stephon wants this to, to be a war and it's not a war yeah it's not a war so, war makes better radio that's yeah. why he wants to do that <laughs> absolutely <laughs> but, i'm sorry it is a war <laughs> <laughs> but he he wasn't he had to make a decision to say i'm gonna be available now i'm yes, gonna be ready now i did i absolutely did i was not in the mood to be available emotionally available and that's all. okay it is until you involve someone else. So so I really think, you know, I, I'm not going to say I necessarily agree with with what's, what my girls are saying. I think one thing that we're not saying that's important is emotion, being emotionally available and mentally stable. Of course, just as a human being, can you please be all of that? Okay. But a th- one thing that I think that is vital to building a a purposeful relationship is being self-aware. Really I being, now see, I would kind of put self-aware above everything else. That's, 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 that's exactly what I'm saying, that being self-aware, because when you, to identify that you were not ready and that you were not interested, took you being self-aware to say, I cannot be emotionally available to you because... For whatever reason. I don't right. know what your reasoning was behind that. But um Prophet spoke that change. You feel me? You know what? So- Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me break down. Let's break this down. So what does emotionally available look like? Open to love is emotionally available. Some so people, open to give love. Yeah, and receive and receive. Love. Okay. What else does it look like? I, I would say that it involves, so I'm, I'm all for giving and receiving love. Definitely, you have to be in, in that space. I think, too, that it, recall, it recall, requires a level of emotional intelligence. Okay. And because men side on, spend time on the side of logic, and that's how God created them, they're not always as emotionally intelligent. You know, and I'm glad you I'm kind of glad you said that because I wanted to ask the question about the emotionally available aspect. And the question I wanted to ask is, why do we need to be that? Why do we need to be emotionally available as women define it? Because I believe that women are looking for an emotional availability as defined by what women see emotions and how women see emotions as a priority and how women see emotions in their scope of life. Oh, yeah. Whereas men see emotions differently. Yeah, I agree. So, so that's, why? That's why I argued the fact of being emotionally intelligent. So if you're intel- intelligent emotionally, then you can understand my emotions as a woman. You have that level of intelligence right. as it concerns my um, emotions. That doesn't necessarily mean that it requires you to um, reciprocate or mirror my emotions. But I think I, that's what a lot of women are looking for. Am I wrong? Wrong. No. No? What are you looking for? Tell us what you're looking for. Oh. 
I'm serious because maybe it's just that we don't know. It, it, we're looking for you to be emotionally intelligent, to be aware of your emotions, to be able to tap into your emotional side. I don't need you to to sit in this place all the time because I recognize that is not how God created you. Right. I recognize that. But what I do need you to do is to understand that he created me as an emotional being. Uh-huh. And I need you to be intelligent enough to understand the set of emotions that um, that I express as a woman. So where does that balance fall in? Because my experience, my personal experience, is that a lot of the women that I have met in the past or dated in the past have wanted to be me to be emotional like them. Not just an intelligence aspect, but they wanted me to mirror their emotions or to understand their emotions on a level as if I had them as well. I, I, I think that's unfair. Yeah, I think I that's think unfair. I think they weren't emotionally intelligent. Okay. If they're trying to translate their emotions and wanting you to exactly mirror them in the same exact way, you can't even, oh, two women can't do that. Yeah, you know, know, the way that Kim receives something or Kat receives something, we all may respond. She may laugh. She may cry. I may just look like, okay, so next topic. You know, we all respond to things differently. So to have someone mirror your exact things, you don't need that. You need the empathy. It's kind of like if you have a house and in a woman's, the way a, a woman's house is built, her master bedroom is feelings. Like that's the biggest, you know, piece of the house. It's, it's going to take up a lot of real estate. For a guy, if if he has his house and you want to put it in a state of, you know, feelings, it may be a broom closet, but he has one. Right. Does, does he go in there is the question. That's the availability. Does he but go I, in but, there? But that's what I was going to say. You're really telling me that the men that you're meeting, none of them visit the broom closet? That's not Maybe right. they're just it's visiting and no, maybe no. they're visiting it, but it's just a broom closet. And you're looking for it to be a master bedroom or I'm, I'm just asking this question. I definitely think what you're saying is an issue and it exists. And I definitely think that there are times that even us women who are sitting in the studio right now have a moment where where you're not responding with the level of emotion that I would expect or what I would do. Right. That's the so part I, I was saying when I was saying exist. mirror. Because yeah. there have yeah. been times where I'm like, okay, so you not happy? <laughs> and well, you don't look happy. <laughs> and it, you have it, to it be d- able to check yourself. That's the intelligence part of it. We we naturally are going to do what we're naturally inclined and, and trained up to do. It's the intelligence piece that it's like when you're halfway down a rabbit hole, you're like, wait, well, no. You know what? Tripping. Right. Let me bring this back. Let's revisit this. Let's try this a different way. But this should be on both sides. So I'm, I'm not the one. All men don't respond. Well, no, some women are just needy. They're they're needy in in a non healthy way, you know. So they're ex- expecting things that are unfair. So, but there's still no men out there. No, I know there's a lot of men out there. There's still no emotionally available and mentally. They stable. are emotion. That's not my question. My question is a little bit deeper. What's your question? My question is, how do you determine as women? How do we translate red flags? with seemingly emotionally available, mentally stable, self-aware men. Because if they present a package like that and say, hey, I have this, this, and this, all boxes are checked, hey, sign me up. But then red flags appear, either they present them and say, hey, I have this issue, this issue, that issue. Give me an example of an issue. 
Well, before you do, let me ask this. Is the requirement for a man to be emotionally available, mentally stable, and self-aware? Because I noticed we added another to the list. Oh, yes. Is there a requirement (laughs) for him to be emotionally available, mentally stable, and self-aware, a requirement that, that can only be placed once you are the same? Do we have women that are not emotionally available, mentally stable, and self-aware that are asking this from men? Yes. 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 Is that any of y'all? No. no. Of course that doesn't <laughs> exist. Yeah, of course. I was going to go somewhere with that, but absolutely that exists. But she would never know it because she's not emotionally intelligent enough to, right. to recognize that that might be her issue. So before we go to break... Let me kind of give a little wrap-up question. So we're still of the question that these men do not exist, are not around. What is it? What is what is the have we refined the problem or is the problem still the same? Oh, you oh man. You're a man. <laughs> but I'm gonna let Brandy go ahead and answer that question. I feel like me personally, I have not found that yet. I feel like the men who are emotionally available and mentally stable and self-aware are out there. But me personally, I just have not met him yet. Now, is it that you haven't met one that has those three attributes or you haven't met the one with those three attributes that matches you? Matches me how? That would match your personality desire of a man that you would like to be with at some point in time. I think the latter makes more sense. Okay, so now we're not that they don't exist. And I just it's not a question of where are they. Right. So they're here, they're they're there. They're right. around. Right. All right, we're making progress here. We are what making were you gonna progress. say? I just wanna say I wanna point out what, what my what my woman friend here did and I identify with it so much because I'm a woman, of course. But you, if you heard her and the men who are listening will make note of what she just said. But she said she led her conversation with I feel like Yes, I noticed I that. I feel too. like and that is the language of a woman. She and always a man, speaks from the master bedroom that uh-huh. Andrea referred to. Because I heard that when she said it. And as a man, I said, well, that doesn't make it a fact right. just because you feel that and way. And men live in their master bedroom is information. Right. They deal in facts. Yes. And so that's why I had to qualify. Okay, so we now realize that they right. do exist. They do. Okay. So we're making progress. So they exist. Not yeah, they exist. That's not yet. There's there's probably a good amount of them out there. Whoa. Whoa. Too uh-oh. far. Too far. Really bad. Really bad. Really bad. This is data. You want to go into the data? <laughs> Moment of clarity, Stefan G. We'll be back right after this. Moment of clarity, Stephon G. Back in the house, ladies' night. Ladies in free all night long, drinks free till midnight. Specials on Wells. What else? I forgot. Raise that. No, 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 no! It's gonna be a Wells. No, it's specials on Wells. Y'all gonna drink City this bottom. City punch yeah. is really what's y'all, going y'all down. Y'all gonna drink people. this bottom shelf stuff. You are gonna pay for that top shelf City stuff. City punch. Yeah. Don't believe the hype. VIP tables in the back. 
No sex in the champagne room. Anyway. Punch on ice. (laughs) You know what? So so we're trying to find out where all the good men at. And we've decided that they do exist. They're not dinosaurs. They're not extinct. They, however, still may be unicorns, apparently, but not dinosaurs. So they do exist. Where, how is it that you guys are not, okay, let me ask this, just ask the question. How is it with all the men out there? I know lots of men who are walking in the emotionally available, mentally stable aspect of their lives that they are. Self-aware. <laughs> and many of them are self-aware. But you know what? Self-awareness is a, is a tall request because there's billions of people who are not self-aware. Right on a, I mean, that men takes and away women. From our selection, yeah, but it takes away from our selection too, because y'all ain't all self aware either. So, but you, you know, we just kind of meet population sample to begin with. So, yeah, th- but that's that's not a fair. That's, I mean, okay. So I'm just unclear as to why if just because it's a tall order, I can't order it. Does it come <laughs> in black or not? <laughs> it does. I'm ordering it. Yes. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. You can have self-aware. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so is this problem, how can, how can we solve this problem? Like, how can we solve this problem? I've got four single women in front of me, four beautiful single women in front of me, four women that, four women in front of me that are, you know, intelligent. They've got good heads on their shoulders. I don't know how much crazy you got in you. I'm sure there's some crazy in there. But, you know, for us, the beauty can trump the crazy for a little while. So what's what's missing? What's the problem? Like, what are y'all running into? I don't understand. Um, I just don't get it. There's guys. There's lots of guys. There's men everywhere. They they Many of them can check off the three boxes. Like, what's the problem? I think we're not being tricked, but we keep. Having more faith in the situation than the situation or the person has in themselves. I don't know what that means. So <laughs> we, we, we we meet this person that's seemingly emotionally available. They're, okay. they're, they're doing the right things. They're saying the right things. Um, mentally stable. You know, no, no crazy has popped out. Mm-hmm. Um, self-aware to an extent. Right, because I, I believe that so you you know what you know about yourself until you get presented to us in a situation or something new or new experience brings out something possi- that you didn't know something yeah. that you did not know, and that's where I think the self awareness part is it's a continual thing. It's not who I am on Tuesday is not who you are on Friday. Right, and if you stopped at Tuesday and here we are on Saturday, so it's like, okay, so are we going to work on this? And it's like no, we're just going to ride out on Tuesday's analysis. It's like no, but we have new information, new data. Let's let's re up. That part doesn't happen. But that's, that's people. That's, okay. But what I'm saying when I say that's people, I mean that's. I hate to say it like this, but that's just something you got to deal with and get used to because that's all people. That's not something that's specific to men. That's just people. So if you're going to mm-hmm. interact with people on a relationship level, then you have to deal with the fact that people do that. Okay, deal with it is one thing, but you can't deal with it by yourself. Right. And that's the willingness that I spoke about as my point earlier before the self-aware came in is the willingness to address those things. And I think men are a little bit more stuck and accept me as who I am as if we're judging them and we're not judging. We're just trying to collaborate 
and be the best we that we can be. Maybe that is the best he that he can be. Mm. Maybe you're trying to pull him to a place that he can't, that's not him. Mm. <laughs> no? I'm going to park right now. <laughs> Why? I'm going to park right now. So what if that's in an area that Andrea values and he's parked there and he won't progress? Then he's not the one. Right. Okay, but that still feeds into... Why are you saying why we are single? Okay, we get to this point where it's like, I see that this is something that is workable. Everyone else, all books, all psychologists, all friends, all family, everybody sees like this is a workable thing, but this individual, and that makes us have to make a decision, okay, do I want to force and make this happen or you let it go? So we're in a let it go, and here we are again at the, in the new cycle. But isn't that, I guess a part of me wonders, isn't that just part of the process? Like, okay, okay, so at what point in time is that not part of the process of finding the person that is right for you and now it becomes a frustration thing? Because at some point in time, that's just part of the process of dating. I date somebody, I find somebody, we realize that we are compatible, aren't compatible. This person doesn't want to deal with themselves or work on themselves, so I go to the next person. So at what point in time does it become, you know what, I'm really getting sick of this, this is getting annoying, this is getting frustrating, instead of it being part of the process I think when you realize that the person has issues outside of your control that they won't identify with and their family's telling you that this is something that they've always had in them I think that's the time when you know that you just need to let it go for instance lying cheating betrayal Mm-hmm. Those are things to me that are deal breakers and very detrimental to a relationship. So if you get to that point where you're starting to see those issues coming out in the person that you're dating. Right. Me personally, I would just go. I don't care how long I've been with the person. Once you know for sure that's them, it's not workable. So I have, I have an interesting idea because she brought up something pretty interesting. She said um, those are deal breakers. I wonder, I bet each one of you have deal breakers. I'm very curious what they are. Mm. What are your guys' deal breakers? What are your deal breakers, Catherine? Mm. Like, um, she gave an example lying. I guess that would be, I mean, do you have- That's probably a universal one. Yeah, yeah. So, so for me, lying, first off, you, you're going past my character analysis. That's number one. Like, like when I weigh your behavior or who you are against, positive character traits, I weed all that out, that lying stuff. The other thing I think is important for me, now, this is Kim, <laughs> for the single men, um, <laughs> just putting that out there, like, you know your girl is here. Uh, but um, so character, and these are not my deal breakers. These are my assessments in meeting people. I was about to get there, too, because the, my next question on top of Mike's question was going to be how much of this can be handled at the jump before you get into it. But go ahead with what you were going to so say. I think and you, then I do want to hear some of the deal breakers. Okay, so um, character is number one. And ne- next thing to me is knowing your standards, being very, I think I have a responsibility of being aware of what my standards are. Right. Uh, for me, those standards are God's standards. Right. So I tr- um, I try to build my relationship based around those, not the world standards, but what I identify 
as God's standard. So those are the things that I think would weed out some people, but we can come well, back to that. Well, no, we can stay there for a second because I was going to ask, we talked about this yesterday, Andrea and I, and I was like, well, you know, let's say one of your standards is no sex. So why are you sleeping with him then? The minute he tries to have sex with you, it's over. Right. Why? But why isn't it over the minute he tries to have sex with you? Oh, it is. Not normally. I mean, I'm not, I'm not talking about for you, but I'm just saying in the general consensus, it's not. Right. Even though that's a deal breaker. It's power of the flesh, I guess. I, I don't know why mm. it's not. Well, we, you know, we identify that on, and I think this goes on both sides, is we have this standard and then we allow people, this is men and women, we allow somebody to violate this so-called standard that we have. And I think it's a matter of desperation and fear. You, you're sacrificing what you said. Okay, this was my, you know, thing I won't deal with. This is what I expect from this person. And then depending on the mind state that we are at that time, sometimes we're stronger in those standards and we're like, oh, he tried to come at me this way, curbed him. You know, she did this and I know I don't like that, curb her. But then if we're in a weaker mindset or a, a, a state of desperation, that's when those standards are compromised. Right. And it's, it's done on both sides. Okay. And, I, and I think what really, what, what we haven't talked about that's important, feeding off her statement, is we can't just, as, as women, we can't just, in this conversation, point the finger. There has to be some accountability. There has to be accountability that, that I, I feel like you're, and I'm a woman. You heard that. You heard that. Feel, heard people. That feel Did you like, hear that? Yeah. Did you hear that language place that I spoke <laughs> from? Um, I I feel like that that was where a, a road that you were going down in terms of you know where when are somewhat so so much to say when are we going to be accountable for that could just necessarily be the process in which right getting to know our dating or being in a relationship. Yeah, because I, I look at it from a couple different perspectives. One, I look at it from the perspective of this is just part of the process. You meet somebody that either are for you or not for you, and then you you know break up or you're not together or whatever. You grieve for a little while, you meet somebody else until you find that person that matches you. And during that road, you learn some things about other people, you learn some things about yourself, and you become a better person and you get matched to the person that is supposed to become for you. But it seems like somewhere in the middle of that process, people are like, I'm frustrated with this and I want somebody right now. And so now all of a sudden there's no good men out there and I can't find nobody because there's nobody that has matched me yet, right? And then there was another aspect that I was thinking about. The other side of that coin is y'all are in charge of everything. Like, y'all hold all the cards. Like, all the cards. Like, I'm at the card table playing spades with zero cards in my hand. I don't have a trump card. I don't have no aces. I don't have no deuces. I don't have any cards at all. Y'all have all the cards. So I find it difficult to see how this is such an issue when you guys are so in control of the process. Because there are a lot of mis guided women who have no standards and they trump us significantly mm -hmm. so if a guy that's out here we say we'll say 10 women to every one guy because it's almost to that ratio at this point so if this one guy has come in contact with seven women who all let let him have their way any anything he says goes his his call is is, is their call and he meets the other three they're asking for too much because in his experience, his truth is this is how women are. This is how they should be. So if a woman in this, you know, these, you know, these three women 
there, you know, I have my standard. I, I do this. I don't do that. I like this. I don't like that. When she meets this guy, and on our side, we don't have, you know, 10 possible guys that fit our boxes, maybe three. So if he's one of those three guys, it's, it's like, okay, do I wait and have patience? Or do you fall into the human category of, you know, instant gratification? I might miss out. This might be the last one. Sounds like she's saying that um, men don't have as high standards as women. But we don't. And we never they have. Don't, yeah. but, and everybody knows that. It's, but, it's, yeah. And that's to me, not, that's okay, though. That's what I was going to say. But that's something because that needs to be accepted. Because then you're not for me. Like, yeah. bye. Yeah. You're, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 a part of me looks at it from this standpoint. If you're going to have high standards... You're going to have less to choose from. That's just kind of how it works. Yeah, I don't think we're disagreeing with that. I don't we're, think we're disagreeing. That you just asked the question of, of like, yeah. so we're just explaining how you said we have all the power. How can we not see? Well, we are in the minority, so we can't see. We agree with what you're saying. The thing is, the reason why that is, is because we're outnumbered. <sighs> I, I, I have to find it difficult to agree with that. How so? Maybe it's the circle that I run in. Maybe I just don't hang out with enough ratchets. You don't. But you don't. <laughs> and that's a good thing. Some, <laughs> don't, don't forget, you know us. So, and we're not ratchets. I know. That's so, what I'm saying. So, so that's his his, skew, his his reality is I'm he's in he's in the majority of the of the minority. Your 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 majority. I know, but I mean, I know minority. there's a bunch of hoes out there. They I get it. I kind of think it's half <laughs> and half though. I kind of, I'm be honest with you. I kind of think it's half and half because I think, and and I might get in trouble for saying this, and I'm not talking about anybody at this table, but I think some of y'all are hoes too. To be honest with you, if you're talking about that specific standard, I mean, I mean, I'm just. How can a hoe have high standards? Oh, hosts can have very high standards outside of who they let in between their legs. That's not the only standard, you know. Mm-hmm. So they can have very high standards on what kind of person he needs to be and, you know, his his care for them and living status and so on and so forth, and she can still let people run through it. So that's why I say, okay. I would say it's so almost I think half what, and half. What, has, um, what it is okay. is that she she has high standards, low self-worth. Yeah, okay. I, would, I would agree I with, with that. that. But I think that is, now I think that might be the majority as far as we're talking about women in general. High standards, low self worth. You know. I think we have uh, low standards and high self worth. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's the reality because I mean, when you first started the conversation, of course, our minds go to the whole sexual aspect. You know, the women who you know let things happen, and the women who are like, no, not going to happen without you know certain requirements in place. But to your point, there are other things outside of the sexual aspect in which we do have, you know, that power with who we spend our time with, who yeah. we allow ourselves to date, who we let, you know, in our space and energy. And I think sometimes we're more sympathetic and empathetic to a lot of things that aren't to par that we would like. But it's like, oh, well, we're not having sex, so we're good. You know, I'm, I'm awesome. You know, but it's more things than that. Hmm. Interesting. Mike, you look like you got something on your mind. <laughs> well, I've just been observing and listening like I said I would. But one thing I think I noticed, and this is a topic on this show a lot, is I think part of the problem, and it's a problem that we've been warned about, but we're Christians. And we live in a culture that is not 
very Christian. Christian. Yeah. 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 It's going to be harder to find, I think for both sexes, to find someone who has the same standards because there's not as many of them out there. Maybe that's world. maybe that's the issue. Maybe maybe first we'll take off we'll take aside the the pursuit aspect cuz y'all ain't supposed to be pursuing anyway. So we'll take that and put it on the shelf for right now. Right. But maybe you are picking from too broad of a pool. Yeah. Maybe absolutely. you're looking maybe you're looking in the ocean and talking about why can't I find somebody that meets what I'm looking for when you're really just supposed to be looking at this little coral reef over here which has an abundance of exactly what you're looking for. Like almost, not everybody, but you know, 80% of what you're looking for, 80% of the guys in this coral reef are what you're looking for, but you're so busy looking in the ocean where all these other dudes is at that that's why you can't find anybody. Is that a possibility? But the ocean's a really big place and maybe it's hard to find the coral reef. Maybe. You know, you're stuck over here in the Pacific Ocean, the coral reef's over there and you know. In the Gulf of Mexico, you got to get there it, first. It may, be, it may, the coral reef may be hard to find, but the thing is, knowing the identifiers to know when you pick up the the coral reef versus a shell. And you not only that, I think also, oh, yeah. the, I think also because, and I'm not going to get off the whole women have all the power thing, because of how much power you guys have, you're able to draw the coral reef to you. Don't do it. You are Don't able to draw. Men from the coral reef to you, if you so desire. Are they men come looking right for after us? You. That's my question. Yes. Mike. Well, see, this is the thing, though. There are, the men, there are men that are. Yes. But it goes back to the whole thing that in our culture as a whole. Right. In the culture, no. But that's where we live. That's where we live. It is where you live, but it's not where you have to dwell. Where are we moving? Where to? are we moving? Exactly. Right. Where's the coral reef? It's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like it's it's like the woman who's at the club wondering why she can't find a man that won't don't want to put his penis on everybody's booty because the guy at the club is there to rub his penis on everybody's booty. That's why no, you can't right. find that guy there. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I'm not saying I'm not doing the old cliche of ooh go to the library and find a man. You know, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying. I believe, like I said, I believe you have the ability to draw that man to you with the standard that you are exhibiting on a regular basis. And I believe it's not going to, I think because you are a specialized specimen, right? Because you are uniquely created, because you have a certain set of standards, because everybody can't run through it, because he has to be emotionally available and mentally stable and self-aware because he has to have a sense of provision on him and a sense of protection on him and a sense of pursuit on him and a sense of desire on him. Like this is a long list we getting into because all of those pieces are part of the puzzle. You can't just expect that you're going to throw a rock out there and smack somebody that's going to meet all of that. Agreed. You know, so maybe they're right there. Are you trying to bring up your favorite topic? You sound like you headed that way. I, 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 mean, I feel it in the background. Maybe they're right. He's, like, he's, like, he's headed down that road. Maybe they're right there. But we're not seeing them. But you're not in the friend seeing zone. them because the you've zoned them. Oh. Have you zoned them? Oh, dear. Is it possible that you zoned them? That's like a whole other topic, my friend. It is, isn't it? Is it possible? Is there anybody in... Does, 
anybody in here have somebody who's in the zone, the outside of one piece would be perfect for you. I have, a, I have an example. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let her speak. Let her speak. But when you kind of put someone in the friend zone is for a reason, and it may be because you've kind of tried to venture outside of the friend zone and they show you a huge red flag mm-hmm. that they're going to do something that's one of your deal breakers. Or they have done something that's one of your deal breakers. Mm-hmm. So you just leave them in the friend zone. But it's just that one thing that put them in the friend zone. I have a question. For do me. they know about that one thing? Yes. Most they definitely. They do. Okay. Anybody else got somebody in the zone? Maybe. I was going to say, don't even <laughs> look. I was going to say, don't make me look at you, Catherine. Maybe. <laughs> but why? Oh, jeez. You know I was going to Well, I may have people in the friend zone that I don't even realize are interested. I will say that. Yeah, because you, yeah. Because I'm oblivious. You are a zoner. You be like, hey, how you doing? How, would you like to see my friend zone? but i think because kim and i were having a conversation that is truly where all relationships should stem from the friend zone no yes you should be friends first no yes yes Yes. no yeah but once they're in the friend zone do you ever let them out you won't let them out no i ain't never seen nobody get out the friend i seen like out of 100 dudes five of them have crawled out of the friend zone that's okay. a great so way to put it to us. I think there's a disconnect between what we call friend zone and what y'all yes. interpret as interpret as friend zone. I don't think okay, so. so let's, I think let's we let's know you, what the friend let, zone is. Let me okay. give you an example. Okay. What we'll do, because we got to run. So what we're going to do is we're going to make this go for one more week. So everybody who wants to continue listening, you got to tune in next week. So we could talk about the friend zone. Because this, zone. we've got to talk about the friend zone. It is a must have because I know I know some people could be happy in Jesus name if they would let him out the friend zone mm. let him out, let the brother out the friend zone let him out the friend zone Best I'm going to ever be though no it's not all right no it's not okay because you can't get out okay it's okay. like it's you like the way out that's a mindset. Listen, that's a mindset. I know the way out don't try me I know how to get out the friend zone I'm I'm gonna write a book on how to get out the friend zone because I know how to get out now. Dag on it. I want to read that book. Yeah, no doubt. It's gonna be a bestseller, man. Moment of clarity, Stefan G. Check us next week. We're gonna finish this conversation. Ladies' night extended for one more week. Catch y'all next time. Don't ever get it confused, Jesus on my side, so I